2: Your are for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing.
0: You know how fast you were going?
2: Industry news. Trends. The people involved.
0: I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Twent. This is Josh Timmons. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis LaTroy. This is Jeremy McGrath.
2: And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing weekly. taking three weeks off. We ain't rusty. uh uh-uh. No Big uh, big program on tap. We'll introduce our in-studio Hosts, as always, P.J. Duran sitting to my right here on behalf of our good friends at uh, Hicklin Power Sports. Look for him online, HicklinPowerSports.com. And sitting across from us, uh, not too often we get both these guys in the studio at the same time. They fight like cats and dogs. And of course, that's Roman Avila. Roman, welcome back and a good holiday to you as well. Thank you. Good holiday to you as well. Yes. And uh, Tony Wink, back from the uh, South Seas and the uh, the islands and your big adventure. How are you? Doing great, man. I'm glad to be back in the chair. Yeah, back in the chair as well. Scott Casper here, and over there on the other side of the glass, the good Dr. Jack DeLeon and his beautiful bride. She's doing the internet version, Jack doing the terrestrial radio version. Glad you're with us. Big program on tap. Just because we took the time off over the last couple weeks doesn't mean the industry did. Mm -mm -mm. As a matter of fact... Our guest list really have a lot to do. The guests have a lot to do with the news that's been breaking over the last several weeks, including the return of one Jeff Ward. Tony, does this one surprise you? Um, t-
1: t- actually, I got a call from uh, those guys last week about doing something with Wiseco, and so it, it I, I knew about it before. It surprised me when I talked to them, though. Um, so no, the press release didn't r- surprise me, but I I just had to chuckle that, that Jeff Ward is going to go racing at you know 152 years old.
2: Wow, it seems like that's
1: old. <laughs> he's in his fifties, yeah, and um, he's going to come out and he's going to be competitive. I would never bet against. I mean, you remember he, he did supermoto, right? He killed I, it,
2: and he was a champion supermoto he's champion.
1: Hired, he's hired Johnny Lewis to train him. So he's he's uh, yeah I think Jeff Ward's going to be relevant in the he's going to do some short track and some TT stuff so
2: he had his choice by the way of Johnny's he could have hired Johnny O'Meara, Johnny Rock Page <laughs> <laughs> I think Johnny, Johnny O'Meara and him are, are friends anyway but <laughs> oh, that's funny right <laughs>
1: yeah
2: <laughs> Johnny Rock Johnny Page Rock first Page. show of the New Why year would is you fa- off.
1: We start right off with Johnny Rock. KRP. I love why do love you got to
2: bring that up? So
1: we got Jeff Ward on. We're gonna have Malcolm Stewart on. How about that ride Saturday night for Malcolm? That was sweet. 15 uh, minutes. Amazing.
2: Yeah, he did. He was amazing. We'll talk more about that later. I and uh,
1: so. Shane McArath is gonna be on. Who's who's uh,
3: he rode really good too? Yeah,
1: he did very well in the uh, this Saturday night. And then Aaron Colton's gonna be on. And we've got the rocket, James
2: Raspoly. I like that. I like that. Hey, there's portion of the program brought to you by our good friends at Fly Racing. Look for Fly Racing where you buy your products, or you can look for them at flyracing.com. All right, Tony, you've got the introduction for our very first guest.
1: All right, last year he finished fourth in the overall standings in the British Supersport Championship seven podiums and only two points out from an overall podium finish. It is our friend James Raspoly returning to the show. James, what's going on?
0: What's going on, lads? How are we? <laughs> What's happening? Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year's to you guys. Yeah, it's good to be back in the state. When I did come back from the season, it was eight months um, away. So, eight months not touching down on U.S. soil was a bit different. I had an accent the whole night. I'm sure you'll catch it. And, you know, like... It's been interesting getting acclimated back to the U.S.
3: <laughs> did you have a? Did you, you need a visa? Did you, did your
2: visa expire? Clearly, hopefully not. You made it back.
0: Yeah, not yet, not yet. Well, I don't you have,
2: have a backup through. like American Express card or something you could use? Wrong yeah, kind right. of visa. Oh, okay, different, different visas. Of, okay, okay but right. but thanks First for playing cat- along. Playing catch up. Work work visa.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had a sports visa actually, and expires oh, in, a, yeah. in a month.
2: So you made it back just in time then.
0: Oh yeah, just in time, man! Just in
1: time. Tell us about the Tell us about the British Supersport Championship.
0: Man, it was stacked last year. Um, you know, I had two kind of little rough years before then, but I rode for a team called Everquip, and uh, like right away, round two, we got back on the podium after being 24 months off the podium, so it was huge. And then we just had put together a solid, uh, solid season. Like we, you know, really kind of just like built up through the year. We had great results. A ton of fun, you know, fanfare. Like the fans over there, I've you know I always tell you guys about the fans over there. Electric, they're amazing. Um, you know, we had some good content going out, and yeah, it, it was a great year. And it's a bit of a shame at the moment not to be able to go back. Um, but the team didn't continue, and uh, so we're kind of a little bit lost at the moment. But the series is amazing. We had a great, great year, and it was a bit of a shame. I lost the third in the championship on the last race. It was like torrential downpour. Like, it was insane, and I had to get on the podium. I lost; I got fourth by, like, .2, and I lost the third in the championship. But it's what it is, right?
3: James, you've got uh, you a long and storied racing career. What a, It looks like uh, you do have plans for this coming season, though, 2019. Uh, some dirt track plans, is that right?
0: Well, listen, man, it's crazy. It's actually... Um, my buddy, so I've been doing a couple things on the movies, doing a little bit of stunt work and whatnot from my buddy, Karen Clark, KC74, and he's actually going to put together a little program for me for Daytona TT. So kind of being backed a little bit by uh, movie industry for Daytona. Um, but everything's kind of getting thrown together a little bit for the rest of it. We're still waiting on, say, some road race options. But, yeah, we're starting out with with dirt track. I'm actually getting back on a dirt tracker, this weekend at the Corey texter i know you got you know those know him he's promoting his own race and he's lending me a one of his 2017 hondas to go and mix it up with the boys at the winter throwdown this weekend it's actually going to be on fans choice crazy
1: that's awesome i wish he'd call us we'd have have got him on uh, i'm gonna
3: be looking for that on fans choice thanks for the heads up james Listen, do listen
2: I do want to talk a little bit more about the motion pictures because I know I make a living from them as well or contributes to my living. Um, are you under um, a, a particular union? Did you uh, become a, a member of the stunt union or? Um,
0: um, actually not. No, no. So we're just kind of a specialist at the moment. My buddy, um, Kieran, he's actually he's got his website. I think it's KC74CameraTracking.com. Um, you can see this pretty really really cool um uh, camera bike so pretty much it's a it's a bike that he's created um where that holds a camera it's electric powered uh it's really 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 cool um and so he's kind of brought me on board with him to be able to do some of that stuff um obviously can't talk about the last couple jobs we've been on but it's really really something unique it's cool it's something a little bit outside the racing world i mean everybody's in racing knows racing is just you know kind of it's crazy all the time it's very competitive you never shut off it's almost sometimes not fun of how this is just something that's kind of opened up it's cool it's different and it's a little bit still high pressure but it's uh i would say just a little bit slower you know what i mean you can really use kind of your skills
2: now, there's a whole lot of downtime in filming, but you know, it's it's the it's the big picture. That's when I know my guys are working hard, and it's the close-ups. That's when you know the actor steps in, right, and and takes steals the scene, so to speak. You know, if you look at like Keanu Reeves or or uh, um, Tom Cruise or other guys that you know, they put motorcycles and motorcycle action in scenes and in motion pictures. You know you got to know that 90% of the work that you see is done by professionals like you.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's dude, it's crazy. Like to be honest, like to actually see how they put together a movie is pretty trippy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everything's at a sequence. Like you're just kind of there for that shot. You kind of have to follow what they're doing. And it's, it's, in, it's crazy. If you guys do want to check out the bike, man, it's Kieran Clark.com. Um, I'll send it over to you, but it's actually a really, really cool bike. It's, insane how he's actually put it together.
2: Put it on Facebook if you would and uh and tag us, would you? pit pass?
0: Yeah, yeah, no worries. That'd
2: be yeah. awesome you get
1: your own trailer when you're doing that stuff, you know, like uh a-
2: Yeah, like a Oops. box box van.
0: <laughs> cardboard like box real, maybe high end one. We're a little road unit, dude. We've got a little sprinter, it's bad. It's pretty sweet. It's um you know, it's all set up. It looks cool. It's uh you take a few
3: naps in there if you need to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sure. So you're looking at, uh, James, going back, or at least uh, you have intentions to get back to BSB. That, as we all know, is a hyper-competitive series uh, in line with all the other national uh, superbike series. No plans or talks about racing in the series you came from, our own Moto America series, or uh, is the door still open?
0: The door is still open. Um, you know, there's. I think everybody knows there's limited options in, in Moto America at the moment to be in a competitive seat. Um, so yeah, we are trying to facilitate that as we speak. Um, but who knows? Um, you know, it's let's. You know, we can be honest and frank. It's racing's in a tough, tough place all around the world. You know, if you don't have the you know top five rides in any of the series, it's pretty bare minimums. Um, and with just being caught a little bit off guard, uh, with next, uh, going into next year with, uh, our team just not wanting to continue, um, as we know, it's a pretty hefty bill. It's kind of left us a little bit on the back foot. So we are a little bit, I wouldn't say scrambling. We've got some good things, uh, beyond we can do all these one-off races, you know, ambulance chase a little bit like that, but to actually have a full, but you know, buttoned up program, uh, we're still just you know, trying to put those pieces together. I know it sounds a bit cryptic, but, um, it's, it's this time of year, this Is time of year.
1: Any other rides available out there that you, that you turned down maybe, or just didn't think they were competitive?
0: Dude, I've had plenty of offers, uh, you know, and that's not saying anything, you know, like hawker or anything, but I've had plenty of offers. It's just, I, I want to be like, I went through a couple years where I wasn't on the competitive bike I needed to be. And I really struggled and, you know, I wasn't performing to what James Rispoli ate myself. I know I can, or what I've I've done before. And it was, it really took a hit to the the old mental cap. And, you know, you start thinking, is it me? Am I just like not good enough to do this anymore? Um, But then like last year, I got back up on a competitive bike uh, and round two back on the podium and competitive pretty much from round five onwards, you know, every weekend, week out. Um, So it's, I refuse to get on a bad bike and that's just the simple of it. And I refuse to be one of those guys that's gonna, you know, put up sixty, eighty K, you know, out of my own pocket or whatever and, and, and go ride a you know, what I mean, do it that way. You know, if I don't have a big sponsor behind me I'm not I'm not doing it, you know, and I'm I've kinda I've made a living doing this, you know, I'm twenty seven, I've made a living doing it, I'm not gonna go and start not making a living doing it, (laughs) you know what I
1: mean? If you you compare the British Supersport and Moto Moto America Supersport, it seems like the the level of the top guys would be pretty similar talent-wise, but in the British Supersport field, it seems like it goes way further back. Is that true?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think this year it was a little bit less. Like when I first came into British Supersport, there was 12 guys within – the same second there was eight guys within the same half a second i remember it was like it was stacked in 2015 it was like an ultra competitive year with luke Stapleford actually winning that year um and there was two yamahas triumphs like there was like factories behind the whole nine last year it was a little bit scattered but there was there was two guys kennedy jack kennedy as you may know ben curry were at the front all year and then it was like me Dabbling with them or a few other guys. So there's about five guys that could really do the damage. Um, but I would say, you know, I, we get this conversation every time we come over, you know, Moto America, BSB. At the end of the day, if you took Jack Kennedy and put him in Moto America, he's going to do the business. If you took JD Beach and you put him in, uh, BSB, he's going to be there, there about, you know what I mean? The only thing I would say is, is I think it's a lot harder to go to BSB just because of the tracks. And we've seen that with, uh, not to single anybody out, but have you have seen that with some of the you know world championship dudes coming back in BSB? Like the tracks are crazy, and it takes a lot of years. And you got some old boys like you know Rudder still out there, competitive because he knows them like the back of their hand. It's not like that anywhere else around the world, so it's really unique.
3: And what is it about the tracks, James? Because I've I've often seen witnessed the very same thing. I mean. It, the prime example, at least from a spectator's point of view, having not been there, Cadwell, the mountain. I mean, it looks narrow, as narrow can be for a racetrack. Uh, then you add in the jump elements. I mean, what what is it that makes uh, local knowledge so important in that series? Because we've seen people come to our series and other series uh, years past, World Superbike, A new uh, a new guy with the right amount of talent doesn't have a problem.
0: It's really simple. It comes down to the tracks are old, man. Yeah, they've been repaved and whatnot, but there are like Cadwell. For for instance, you go to Walmart, you go into one of those parking spots. That parking spot is bigger than the track. With like that's so you have to get used to it. I've got a video on my Instagram that you can. It see is as narrow as it old. looks, dude. Is dude? Like if you look at a picture, uh, a video on my Instagram, um, going into after the mountain, going into that right hander, we're nearly on the grass and i'll post that with the other link um up but it is so tight you have to be so uh precise and you have to build into that like it i was there for five years and literally there i would say three out of those five years i was competitive um and every year i went back i just got faster and faster it was never like i didn't there's not one year i went to the tracks and didn't improve my time from when i went last time and that's insane like that's what's crazy but, like, an, another classic example would be Olton Park. You come out of uh, Cascades, Olton Park, and it's, like, it's almost like they didn't, like, roll out, like, the straightaway, and they just, like, paved over all these bumps. Like, it's insane if you watch it. Like, you can't set your bike up, you know, because you're always moving. Like, right before you go into Island Bend, fourth gear, you go from fifth to fourth gear, you just hit this jump in uh, this little bump, and you get a wheelie going into it. And actually, Danny Bucking crashed there last year. He had the front wheel go up, got the front brake, and lost the front going in there. That's how, like, it that takes a lot of time to build up. And it's a little intimidating when these boys go out and you have 30 minutes of practice and the first 10 minutes are on lap record pace. Like, it makes you wake up. And that's, like, whether it's mixed conditions or whatever. Like, the one thing I will say about England is it gets you pretty hard uh, of, like, like, it doesn't matter what the conditions are. It could be, like, dude, I can't even say it, like this year at round 1 it was it was it was 4 degrees celsius I don't know what that is 50 45 degrees and raining at round 1 and we raced in it like that
3: just over Donington 40 park. degrees yeah cold 42 yeah, it, 41 42
0: Dude at Donington Park like slippery park we raced Insane,
3: yeah, where they canceled the where they canceled the uh MotoGP event due to rain, very, very same
0: track, different. That was Silverstone. This was, uh, oh, I'm sorry, that was
3: Silverstone. Yep, my bad. I don't mean to throw Donington under the bus that Silverstone's currently under.
0: Yeah, it's cool, it's cool, but it was, it's insane. Like, that's that's the crazy part between the two series, you know. You get a lot of sunshine here, I know they have wet races, but like over there, it's just like. I don't know. It's like going to Alaska and then trying to race.
3: <laughs> so you really enjoyed it, is what you're saying. I, I hear nothing but <laughs> I hear nothing but awesome out of that long johns and uh, glove liners. It's sweet road racing with all that gear on. Woof.
0: <laughs> I will say this: I would I wouldn't do it. Like if the series wasn't so good, they would not. It's like I would I would never go there. Like the summer's okay, but October rolls around, it's just depressed city. You know, it's like black cloud rolls over and you're like, ooh, time to leave. <laughs> you yeah, right. Like at 4 o'clock. Well, I have friends
2: of mine up there in Alaska that uh, they shoot television and they don't, um, well, they're always saying, hey, come on up and visit, man. You can stay in one of the cabins. And I'm thinking, hmm, how far are we to the next nearest Walmart? You know, yeah. it, it's, it's, if it's 10 minutes or more, it's called roughing it, you know? Yeah. I'd like to be somewhere close that, you know, pizza can be delivered. No, no thanks. But at the
0: end of the day, like, I had a blast, man. I traveled all through Europe, you know, and it was awesome. Like, I had the experience of just a backpack and whatever. I've lived in five different places in, in England. You know, I've done an amazing job. And, yeah, it's, I'm not done. I'm going back to, to Britain. I know I don't don't have something now, but it's it's a finicky world right now. It's Everything's pretty fragile. So um, I think rides will open up pretty quickly.
2: I think if you dress like the locals, I think you can kind of slide by. You know?
0: Yeah, you've got to start sounding like them there. You're having a pint at at 3 o'clock. Yeah,
2: if you're drinking beer and you're in Iraq, guess what? You're not from Iraq, okay? Okay? Just avoid the blood
1: pudding over there.
0: Oh, God. Oh, it's not good, man. No, it's not. It's
2: it's not what you think. Or
0: maybe it is. Okay. It's not. not.
2: Up against the clock. By the way, I do want to uh, congratulate our buddy, Matt Strawn. He's the new director of the Iowa Lottery, huh? I called him up earlier, and he did not have the current numbers for Wednesday's drawing. You think he would have been able to uh, get that to us, um, James? Sponsors, who do you want to uh, recognize on the program?
0: Well, literally, I want to shout out to you know my boy Kieran Casey seventy four for hooking me up for Daytona. Um, I want to obviously thank all the people who have been around me, Ari, Dineasy, um, you know Boost Oxygen. Uh, I want to thank EverQuit for last year and. Uh, um but other than that, just you know all the support from the fans. Like literally, without them, I probably wouldn't have had two rides last year or the last two years. Literally, it was fan base that kind of pulled me through, um, you know, all around the world. And yeah, I think uh, you guys for bringing me on every time I come back here. And you know, I want to thank Corey for allowing me to use his bike this weekend. And let's just do it. Let's uh, let's get 2019 underway and start, you know bringing some results back, you know, Which when you can,
2: fun. when you can start talking about the uh, films that you've been working on lately, please get back with us. We'd like to hear more about it. Anything that we can learn behind the scenes stuff is kind of cool.
0: We'll have a video actually coming out soon of what we had. Cause we had cameras, um, on the last thing and yeah, a hundred percent. We'll, we'll have that up there and I'll bring Kieran on as well. and kind of have a, a little chat ski.
2: All right, man. Yeah, we got All Jeff right. Ward coming up, uh, uh, of course, uh, the big announcement out there that uh, he is coming back from retirement. What do you think about that? That's amazing. Me? Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's insane. Like, dude, Jeff Ward. You know he's being competitive. He's got Johnny Lewis behind him. Like, you know he'll be ready. The thing is, Daytona. It's all about breaking. Jeff Ward comes supermoto background, motocross. Like, he'll be great for turn one. And he's no slouch on a motorcycle. So as long as you can get out, if you can get a good hole shot, you know, the dude can be a serious threat. So uh, I think it's pretty cool, actually, that, you know, American Flat Track is literally taken off. So we did it last year. It was an amazing event, and I can't wait for Daytona TT and everybody to watch again.
2: I think it's got some tremendous legs underneath it, i got to tell you that. James, the Rocket bully Thanks, brother. Best to the fam, okay? All right.
0: Love you guys. Love thank you, thank you too so much.
2: James Rispoli. Hey, we're going to take quick time out this portion of the show, brought to you by our friends at Wiseco. Wiseco Performance Products, if it's made for a vehicle, that's two or four wheels, chances are you can get it through Wiseco because they make everything that you need for your two- and four-wheel vehicles in on, on planet Earth. Let's just get to it. All right, coming up, Jeff Ward. We've got two segs with Jeff. Uh, stick around our number two by the way Malcolm Stewart do up uh, Shane McElrath and Aaron Colton and more with our in-studio gang and of course I'm talking about PJ Duran and uh, Tony Wink is here and uh, Tony it's been a while since we've had uh, you know Roman here on a regular basis
1: yeah I, we uh
2: was it a court order thing or
1: no I just I think you got sick of us for a while <laughs> that's
2: I can see that happening. Eh, you never yeah. know. Eh, it's possible. Eh. The lights are left off at my house, I'll tell you that right now. All right, stay tuned. More after this. It's Pit Pass. This is Davey Coombs, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.